Hello, and welcome to Humanities Matter, brought to you by Brill. I'm Lee Chung Greco, and this week we'll be looking at key issues in the field of humanities. Today we're speaking with Professor Klaus Meinzer, whose work delves into mathematics, computational science, and even philosophy. He's the president of the European Academy of Science and Arts and the founder of the Munich Center for Technology in Society. And today he speaks to us about his book, Life is Machine, How Do We Decipher the Corona Code? Dr. Meinzer, thank you so much for being with us today. Yes, hello. Dr. Meinzer, the search for a vaccine against the coronavirus and new mutations is under intense pressure all over the world. What's the main point in your book, Life is Machine, How Do We Decipher the Corona Code? Yeah, my first point is a virus can be understood as a kind of information processing machine that can be simulated on a computer. In in my book, I bring together bioinformatics machine learning, AI research, and big data. Algorithms can help to decipher and switch off SARS-CoV-2. And my second point beyond that, I consider the evolutionary laws according to which viruses mutate. This could make it possible to anticipate coming pandemics and combat them as soon as they occur. And all that is inspired, in my case, by uh, the uh, great uh, British uh, computer pioneer and uh, logician and mathematician Alan Turing. Alan Turing, who deciphered the code of the German Enigma machine, that was a coding machine of the German army uh, in the World War uh, II. The enemy's message and information could be decoded, manipulated, and interrupted. And the code breakers played a decisive, significant role in ending a global threat. Even the control of a viral pandemic, such as Corona SARS-CoV-2, will also depend crucially on the decryption and manipulation of a code. Now, when cracking the Enigma code, Turing was inspired by the idea to simulate and imitate the Enigma machine on his computer in order to trace the codes used. Turing called it an uh, imitation game, and uh, perhaps you remember the famous movie on uh, Turing's life with that uh, title. The key question is, therefore, whether the idea of Turing can also help us to understand the information processing in Corona SARS-CoV-2 and turn it off. The machine this time is a virus and the code a biochemical sequence. I love that metaphor with Turing as well, because so many of our world leaders have often described this fight against Corona as a war as well. Yes. um, Nowadays, we have to consider modern methods to uh, uh, quite uh, different to uh, Turing, of course, to model and uh, imitate a virus in uh, a computer. And that is the necessary step to um, later on to develop a vaccine uh, against uh, uh, Corona. 
Now, uh, this could be done nowadays by modern machine learning and AI, artificial intelligence, and that is uh, one of my main points. In this case, we use a simplified model of the human brain, a so-called neural network, which can be trained by data and learning algorithms to recognize complex patterns. Now, already in 2016, a software called AlphaGo, which was developed by uh, Google, by the way, had succeeded in training a neural network in such a way that it could defeat champions of the Asian board game Go. The network was able to recognize the patterns of distributed pieces, stones on the board, and to improve them autonomously. And this was followed two years later, in 2018, by AlphaFold, also developed by this company and later on um, a similar uh, software by other companies, uh, AlphaFold in this case, which used the patterns of protein sequences to identify the complex protein foldings that uh, determine all protein functions and thus the corresponding cellular functions of life. And therefore, the folding is so uh, exciting and uh, so important. Pattern recognition is a key to fighting coronavirus. Now, in more details, AlphaFold uses the patterns of protein sequences to identify the complex protein folds that determine all protein functions and thus corresponding cellular functions. Technically, AlphaFold is based on a multi-layered neural network in the sense of deep learning, which on the basis of inputted sequences of amino acids, the building blocks of a protein, can predict suitable three-dimensional spatial shapes and folds of proteins. This is done, by the way, by estimating the distances and angles between the amino acids whose distribution is calculated by learning algorithms. Now, AlphaFold performs training with a protein data bank, which stores three-dimensional spatial structures of large biomolecules, such as proteins. The output is predictions of suitable secondary, so-called secondary structures of proteins. That means these uh, spatial three-dimensional structures of proteins. Now, and in a next step, we can uh, develop uh, or try to design vaccine. Bioinformatics tries to design vaccines in the computer. This includes, for example, membrane proteins of COVID-19. The shape is well known to everyone nowadays. And these protein structures contain sites where new drugs and vaccine can dock to target COVID-19. In short, I suggest to create a digital twin of COVID-19 in the computer and to do digital experiments to learn more about the virus and to design vaccines. But what sounds so simple is extremely complex in biology. 
proteins consists of thousands of thousands of molecules. The possible folds of proteins, which are used to determine their functions, are exponentially diverse and cannot be fully uh, computed. A large number of possibilities can be excluded from the outset of the computer model, which therefore no longer need to be tested in the laboratory. That is the advantage. However, candidates that uh, have been identified as favorable uh, still have to be tested and then discarded in order to select other candidates in the model, which then have to be tested again in the laboratory and so on and so on. So from a methodological point of view, we get a kind of spiral, a methodological spiral. Machine learning and laboratory testing work together to approximate a favorable outcome. So with respect to this uh, spiral, uh, we can uh, sum up in short, we err up. This word vividly describes the research strategy pursued here. In, this, in the end, however, there is no guarantee. There is no mathematical proof that the research spiral converges in every case to an optimal result. So it seems like we're learning something new about COVID-19 and the coronavirus every single day. What do we know about the evolution of viruses? Yes, that is uh, uh, nowadays uh, uh, brand new now are the uh, are crucial uh, question. What do we know about uh, the evolution of viruses? Um, by uh, human standards, evolution in plants and animals takes place over such a long time that people only noticed it very late in life. It took the ingenious observation skills of Charles Darwin in the 19th century to notice it. Since molecular biology and bioinformatics have opened up the microworld of genes and proteins, we humans observe a completely different rate of evolution every day in the laboratory. How can we react to this speed of viral evolution? Everyone nowadays, by the way, experience, um, experiences viral evolution. Uh, unconsciously, every year when new and modified influenza vaccines have to be developed. With pandemics like corona, the global threat to this invisible evolution in the micro world becomes apparent. Now, uh, the first question uh, which arises um, concerns the evolutionary origin of uh, viruses. A widely accepted theory explains viruses as uh, nucleic acids that have evolved from RNA and DNA molecules of host cells and then have become independent. Now, what about the variability of uh, viral evolution? How can it be explained? Computationally, the variability of viruses arises from copying errors in the replication of genetic information. And that is in contrast to cellular life, 
viruses generally have no correction and no repair procedures for copying errors. In organisms, these procedures are vital since they can prevent the early death of the organism. In contrast, viruses are stable structures in which replications due to copying errors pay off as an increase in adaptability. The fast cycle of replication accelerates the adaptability and underlines the dangerousness of viruses. And therefore, for the future, it would be desirable if AI, artificial intelligence, could be used to simulate possible changes in viruses in advance. We should aim at a kind of toolbox for the rapid composition of vaccines with AI algorithms produced in advance. Here, a field of bioinformatics that is concerned with the decoding and simulation of evolutionary developments is necessary. It is not only the retrospective explanation of the past course of evolution, as in the traditional uh, Darwinian evolutionary uh, biology. It is about evolutionary laws under changing constraints could develop in the future. On the basis of these predictions, an early warning system for future pandemics would be conceivable. And that is in the end our goal, an early warning system. And in this way, we can learn to live with the evolution of viruses. And that is a main uh, message uh, here. We cannot eliminate uh, the viruses, but we have to learn to live with this kind of viral evolution in the future uh, with the help here of uh, these early warning systems that can only be realized with AI, machine learning, large databases, and supercomputers. But uh, the exponentially growing possibilities of viral evolutionary trees cannot be fully mapped and computed, computed with supercomputers, no matter how large uh, they are. It is conceivable, however, that at least for restricted classes of such viral evolutionary trees under certain constraints, genetically generated countermeasures can be predicted. And in this way, a kind of learning algorithms could be created in order to be able to react quickly if the worst comes to the worst. The entire business of science would itself be a learning system that is gradually expanded through new experiences. So in the end, we are meeting viral evolution with an evolution of artificial um, intelligence. But uh, let me conclude here um, with, an, uh, with some remarks concerning the uh, societal and even ethical impact of this approach. This learning process seems like a kind of armament spiral of weapons and anti-weapons like in politics. 
But however, as in politics, it is also clear that we cannot get by with the armament of AI-supported vaccination strategies alone. To solve the problem sustainably, we must also change the way we deal with nature. Globalization must be made sustainable. More mindfulness in our nature is the fundamental condition for this. The ruthless invasion of the domains of flora and fauna also massively disrupts viral balances. Thinking in terms of systems biology and bioinformatics with the close relationship of all forms of life on the level of proteins and ultimately of biological codes, one can only be appalled at the way humans treat nature. It is, in the end, the wholeness of nature with the sensitive position of us humans, which becomes obvious in the computer and which demands a new way, and this is my urgent plea, a new way, a more sustainable way to treat nature. Really fascinating subject, uh, looking at how we can use math to unlock this code. Uh, Dr. Meinzer, thank you again so much for taking the time to speak with us. Yeah, thank you for your uh, nice uh, questions. Dr. Klaus Meinzer, he's author of Life as Machine, How Do We Decipher the Corona Code? You are listening to the Humanities Matter podcast. You can find more podcast episodes on Apple Podcast, Spotify, and Google Podcast.